Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Perano. Today's guest, Mike Dunn, shooting coach. We talk hoops, we talk life. Let's dive right in with Mike. All right, so uh, Mike Dunn, welcome to the show, Fadeaways and Fundamentals. The handsome one. The handsome one is here. (laughs) I'm loving it. Heck yeah. So, Mike, uh, let's just dive right in real quick. Uh, You're born and raised in Philly. Um, Tell me your... uh, Harrisburg, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Okay, yeah, Pennsylvania, that's right. So, tell me a little bit about your uh, life in basketball. Yeah, so, um, yeah, born and raised in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Kind of just fell in love with basketball around the age of 10. Uh, All I wanted to do was shoot. That's it, shoot, because I'm I'm a slow white guy, and that's all I really got in the in the arsenal. Um, and, uh, that eventually just turned into a, a love of it, kind of an obsession with it and, uh, played high school basketball there. I ended up getting a full scholarship to, uh, to Philadelphia university, which is, which I got to play for uh, hall of fame coach Herb McGee. It's one of the all time winningest college coaches in history. And it, I mean, and then kind of started a few years later, kind of started this journey onto, uh, onto becoming a professional shooting coach. Right on. So, you know, you, um, I know that, uh, you went to University of Philadelphia. It was a D2 school. Um, and you were like an all-time – you were second all-time three points in your – in your uh, for your school, right? Yeah. I, I know last time I checked, I believe I was. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was lucky enough to play for a coach that, that gave me the ultimate green light in a way. In fact, he would, he would get upset with me if I didn't shoot. So uh, I had uh, – I had a lot of things going in my favor when it came to that. Man, that's really cool. Um, what was like the one thing he taught you to become a better shooter? You know what? Uh, and he he would tell you this too. So one of the very first days, one of the very first days I was on campus, uh, we were shooting, and he came up to me and he was like, "I'm just gonna let you know right now." He's like, "I'm not gonna ever touch your shot or change anything about your shot." So um, he will he'll he'll tell you that too. It was just he kind of I came in there kind of as a finished product when it came to shooting. I've already I I've been doing it for so long and. It's kind of what I, I already I hung my hat on. So, I mean, I guess the one thing I guess you could say is he never tried to tweak it. He never tried to change it. And uh, and then I just had success with that. So I think that's, you know what, I think that's a, a big thing that gets overlooked. I think sometimes coaches see things, they always think there's something you have to change. But then a lot of times, if a kid already has figured it out, just, just let it be as it is and just support that however they're doing it going forward, and it may work out for them. So I think that that's a sign to me of a really good coach, seeing something that works for somebody and then saying, okay, I, I know that I'm really good at what I do, but I know that this kid already has it figured out. I'm going to let him just continue to do it the way he has. Right. If it's not, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, okay, but did he give you any pointers along the way in college? Like, did he give you like special drills that you were like, "Wow, this is really good," or you know, "This is better footwork for my jumper," or maybe um, a conditioning something like you know, maybe you were well conditioned, so you had you know better legs in that uh, you know the last four minutes of the game. Was there anything like that? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's tons of, you know, I, I always tell kids there's no there's no real secret to that kind of stuff. Like, all that information's kind of out there. I don't think there's any such thing as, like, a secret drill. But I will say one of the things that really helped me when it came to him was he kind of, he, he, he would take me in the summertime to to his shooting camps that he would run. Okay. And from there, I think I would learn a lot because it was breaking down the fundamentals of the shot, 
like from somebody starting from complete scratch. So you would have kids there that, you know, they've shot basketball, but they never really learned it. And I think that even just taking things from the from the ground up and seeing how it's applied to a kid that has a, just a completely clean canvas, you can always relay that kind of stuff back to you. And it kind of, re- kind of makes you remember, okay, this is why I'm doing this. This is why this is happening this way and everything like that. So in a way, it was almost just reinforcing um, the fundamentals and that what made you a good shooter to begin with. And that it, it really does all start from the beginning. It starts from the, the super easy stuff. And I'm just really thankful that he, he would, uh, he would take me around to, to witness that and to work with him. And it kind of laid that blueprint for me in terms of being, uh, being at where I, where I am now and where I'm really trying to get to. Yeah, no, that's huge, man. I mean, from what I see with the guys that we work with, um, some of the kids that are very highly skilled, but once they start going to camps and they're, you know, obviously they're more of the more skilled kids at a camp or something like that. And we have them help us run a camp or like, Hey, can you teach these lower level kids? Or can you teach these right. kids are just under you, but you get it more than they do. Cause you do these reps day in and day out. I think that helps them more because yes. they're reapplying it back. Now they're teaching what they already know. Right. For me, and it's I, yeah, like I, huge. Yeah, I think you hit the you hit the nail on the head. I think that's what it is. I mean, it's it, and you you get it, and then you you earn another another asset like you you adding teaching to what you do, which can set you up for somewhere completely down the line after your basketball career is over and helping other people. So I think you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, and what well you technically did because you told me you were going to these camps and doing the kind of the same thing that we do with other kids. So right. man, kudos right. to you because I I tell kids all the time. You know, they see Steph Curry, they see Kyrie do crazy different moves into shots. And I'm like, look, fellas, if you guys want to make money at this game, it's not all about being flashy. Do the do the simple things. You know, you like right. like if you look at Kobe Bryant, Kobe had amazing footwork. But if you watch some of his films or his drills that he did, like practice stuff, it was basic footwork he did. And he's right. doing that in the right. NBA. And it's like, he's just re-drilling the same simple drills that you can do at 9, 10, and 12 years old. He's doing it at 30 because that's what gets you there. Yeah, yeah. And he's such a, and he's such a good example of it too because he, he's, he was so, Kobe, I mean, I, that, that guy is just so dedicated to what he did. And when you, you're complete, you're right. Like when you, when you strip it down to see what he how he got there, it was literally by applying the most fundamental things and doing them to a point where they just became second nature to him all the time. Absolutely. And and it comes with shooting. I, you know, I, I tell my son that all the time. Um, you know, we do a lot of skills and conditioning. He does a lot of ladder drills. And at times he's like, dude, really? The ladder again? I'm like, I'm telling <laughs> you, son, this is going to work. And then I take him up to Jordan Lolly, which is one of the best skill trainers in the nation. Yeah. And Jordan, great head of hair, great head of hair. Too. Yeah, of hair he does. Head. Shout out to Jordan with his head of hair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he tells E all the time. He looks at my son. He goes, "Man, your footwork's getting great." And it's like, I look at my son. I'm like, "I'm telling you, man. I, I know it's boring. Yeah, but you got to get to them basics. Got to get yes. to them basics. Yes, have to, have to. Yeah. So, what, um, what, what gives you so much passion for this game after you played? Like, I, I mean. You don't have kids, do you? No kids. One oh. on the way, though. Okay, one on the way. We're con- expecting our first child in July. So okay, we're, we're so super congr- excited about that. congratulations. Like, Thank you. You know, like, I coach, and but I have two kids. Um, 
why, why so much passion? Like, you know, I watch you on IG and you're always super motivated. You're always um, giving great advice. Even when you feel down in the dirt that day, you're like, look, man, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta embrace this day. We gotta, we gotta take over this day and become positive. You know, why, why so, why so much passion for ball? You know, I, because I, I didn't have it for a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I was, I went through a part of, of life where basketball wasn't really a big, a big piece of it. And, you know, I've told the story before. I was about a year and a half ago. Um, you know, I, I've worked in the corporate world my whole life, and I still work my nine to five. And obviously, trying to trying to make basketball a full time thing, and that's a that's kind of I guess that's kind of the motivation behind it is that I know I know what the corporate world holds, and I know that's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, okay. And basketball is just you know it's it's hard to explain to anybody that I guess never really completely dove into basketball and just fell in love with it. It's all you want to do, but I'm really just trying to make it a part of who I am going forward in life. And uh, I, I tell, even on my Instagram all the time, I, I always say you have, you have one shot at this life, right? You have one chance to do exactly what it is that you want to do. So don't make excuses. Just, just go after it. Of course, there's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days. It's not going to be easy. Obviously a lot of people want that end goal, but you know, if you're willing to, to get up super early and you know, just get through those days where you don't feel like doing anything. I I, I really think anything is possible if, if you just put enough into it at the end of the day. Oh yeah, no, I hear you, brother. I mean, I feel I feel you, man. I'm up at three thirty five days a week. I, hit I love the, it. I love it. I, I love hit, it. I hit the gym, man. I'm I'm very big in the fitness. I hit my gym for yes. a good hour, my weights, and then I got about a good another thirty forty minutes in the basketball gym. That's where I do my cardio. Yes. So I, we're like I, twins. We're like brothers. This is exactly it's exactly what I do. Man, it's funny. It's when I watch your stuff, I, I it's the same thing. I'm up at three thirty every morning in SD. I get to the gym at four. Me and my buddy, good friend of mine, Jake, we hit the iron for a good hour. I mean, we hit it hard. And yeah. then then I go into my basketball gym where no one's at and shoot. Well and, just it just you would know that. Like it sets the tone for your day. Oh, like you Cloud you, Nine. You, Right, and people are like, "Man, how do you wake up?" And I, I guess my my thought kind of is like, "How do you not?" Because you you wake up that early, you're getting that work in. When you know, like we're older, but we're still like I, you probably had the same mindset of, "Okay, yeah, I'm waking up at three thirty. I know no one else is waking up this early. I'm gonna get my work in before anybody even wakes up this morning. So that already gives me an edge on everything else. You know what I mean? Oh so, yeah. It kind of just sets the tone for the day. I I love it, man. I, I ever since I started, I started. The three fifteen about a year a year and a half ago, but I've been waking up like at five and then slowly pushing it pushing it back to like four thirty then four and then just went all in with three fifteen in the morning. Yeah, it's tough, man, because I got kids and I I don't, I don't go to bed till like ten. People are like, "Yeah, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I got to get it in, man." I mean, look You're at like, me, look being, at me. I'm, I'm, I'm being a man. That's what I'm doing. I'm being a man. Just yeah, tell them. I I just look at them and, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm all giddy, man, like a little kid. I got a bunch of energy," and they're just looking at me like, "Man, you." I'm I'm three cups away of being on that level, right, <laughs> but right, I love right. they're it. Thinking, they're thinking something's wrong with you. Oh yeah, I love <laughs> it, man. And, and it's the same thing with basketball. You know, it's like people are always like, "Man, why so much passion?" Sometimes, and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm very faith driven. I don't know if you are, but I, I'm very faith driven. But I also tell them, basketball is like my second religion. Right. It right. really is. I like that. You know, it's. It's, 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 you know, you, you read the Bible and you read scriptures and it's funny because I'll go on 
line and look up YouTube stuff or um, I'll be on Twitter and, and read basketball quotes and, and articles and it's it's like a religion. <laughs> it's <laughs> another Bible. Right there. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. My wife's always like, it's always basketball. It's always basketball. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. You say, hey, you know, you say, hey, babe, you know what you're getting yourself into. That's, that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. So... So this whole uh, IG movement, man, how how, did, yep. how is that working, man? Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I I, I, I say it to anybody because mm. I think the the original idea behind it, like I, I was working out a kid. So when I really started getting into the shooting aspect of things, like teaching it more, um, I was doing like I was getting clients through Craigslist. I didn't even have any type of social media or anything like that. And people were just hiring me just sight unseen. And I'm just I'm living in Nashville, Tennessee and just driving to these these backwoods towns and just teaching kids how to shoot their driveways. And, um, this one kid was like, Hey man, you need to start an Instagram account. So I was like, all right, I'll, I started an Instagram account. So I started it. And I think that originally it was just like, oh, I just want to, you know, just give my knowledge out. Like whatever, whatever I know, I'm just going to start to try just put out there. And then whoever, whoever likes it can, can, can run with it and all that kind of stuff. And then I noticed that I feel like if you look at the social media aspect of, of basketball training, if you really, if you look at it, like in my personal opinion, I feel like so many guys are so similar. Like I, I always, I always say that a lot of people are just super serious all the time. Right. And, uh, I was like, that's not me. Like, I can't, I can't be that. I'm not serious all the time. I'm not serious a lot of the time. So I was like, I'm just going to be myself and put my own spin on, on this. And I really think that with anything, it's, especially with social media, if, if you can just kind of really portray who you really are on there. Yeah. People, people would just gravitate towards that because people are like, all right, well, this guy can be himself. You know, he's not trying to push any certain agenda or anything here. I can be myself too. And then you kind of develop that relationship through it. And I really think that it all comes down to just being, just building that community with people, building that trust with people. And then they just stick with you. They tell, I guess they tell other people, I don't know, man, it, it took off for me and I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy about it, but I, I've really just, I think it just boils down to, being authentic, being yourself, and just putting out things that you really believe in doing. That's sick. So I know that you do a, you also do a shooting. Um, it's kind of, it's it's a via. A, you have like your own website, right? And you do like you're yep. like a shooting coach. Um, yep. That's like an online shooting coach thing. Um, yep. How how is that? What what's that all about? Can you uh, let people know about that? So just in case people are listening, they can get their kids yeah. involved or that or themselves. Yeah. For sure, for sure. You can go to, right now you can go to cmikeshoot.com and uh, on there right now are like three free more in-depth instructional videos and, and there'll be more and more to come uh, as we're, we're, we're building this list up. And, you know, even with that, I, I've, I've already started taking some, some individual type clients where just obviously there's people, which is, which is crazy to me to think about, but I have contact with people all over the world now. Right. And it's it's wild when you have a kid from Indonesia and a kid from India and all this stuff they are coming to you and they're like, Hey, like I want, I want to enlist you for your services and help me with my shot and stuff like that. So I've started doing, you know, like individual type breakdowns and, and online consulting with them through that. So, I mean, yeah, through the website and then just through my Instagram too, and, and, and contacted me and, and doing things that way. But it's, it's wild to me, man. The, yeah, internet, is, the internet is insane. The, it the is. fact that you can reach that many people is just crazy. Who's the who's the craziest person you've been in contact with, like big time, like let's say like a celebrity or something, whether they're NBA, college, somebody hits you, know, you up and you're like, what? Yeah, I would say one of the craziest to me. So you're you're big into lifting. Yes. 
Um, so one of the crazy that that blew my mind was a uh, is Phil Heath, and uh, Phil Heath is like what like eight time in a row Mister Olympia or something yes. like that. Super small. Uh, yeah, big dude. And like he he's reached out to me a few times, which was crazy. Uh, Dwight Howard has reached out to me before. Like it was like just a just. Just on some like, hey, like I see what you're doing and that kind of stuff, which is just really cool. You know what I mean? Like it's just a cool, it's a cool feeling at the end of the day. Yeah, that's really cool, man. That's that's epic. Like that right there, you're like, oh man, I'm doing something. Yeah, yeah. I'm making, like I'm making moves. That's the wild. Yeah, that's that's the wild part. Like you, you start to see that kind of stuff. I'm like, wow, like, this is this is nuts. Nice.